You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Heard me? Oh, most of us, a little bit now. Those of us, just so you know, if you've only been here since last Wednesday, they only let bald, handsome men up on the stage. Got Rex Crane, got Rudy. Hey, man. Yeah. If your hair's thinning, God's got a plan for you. It's probably on this stage. <laughs> Where's Adrian? Hey, my man. See him? See him? <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, I got a real simple word, and uh, we get a lot done in an hour on Wednesday night, and I, I so appreciate that, you know, Natalie comes up and just helps me understand, you know, just you're such a great, transparent communicator. I always feel closer to God when you're sharing your stories, and I just love that you were a big girl and got back on the elevator. And anytime Rudy says the word tomato, I just feel inspired. I feel like your tomatoes are blessed, man. I really do, and uh, I just appreciate you and Gladys, and how great are um, our campus pastors here, Dr. Mike and Katie, and they're vacationing. We're in the Virgin Islands or something like that, and Mike sent me a picture, but he was, I was gonna show up, but he was wearing like a Euro Speedo. I was like, eh, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's appropriate. I'm gonna teach on Abundant Life, and that was a little, little over the top abundance for me. Yeah. But hey, um, I just feel like, I don't know about you, but 2020 was kind of confusing for me and trying to come out of kind of a foggy, unique, twisted uh, season where I just really didn't know how to make sense of a lot of things. And I still can't say I fully can make sense of a lot of things. And, and as I've been spending time with God, I feel like he's been simple, simplifying things for me. And I think, I think what God would like to do is simplify our lives, okay? Uh, the kingdom of God is not complicated. It's not intended to be frustrating. Life can get really frustrating and really confusing, but God likes to simplify things. And so what I'd like to do is talk a little bit about uh, simplifying life. And I wanna bring us back to the word of God and what God says, okay? So one of the foundational scriptures is in John 10, 10. I don't know if any of us have heard this, but it says, first of all, the thief, comes to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus came that you and I might have life and life abundantly. So in other words, when things are chaotic, you can find the author of that. The person that comes to confuse and steal and kill and frustrate, that's not God. He's not the author of chaos. He's actually the author of peace and abundance. And so as I've been processing what I wanted to share tonight and really what I've been processing in my own life, I really like to share kind of from what I'm going through. I like to go through it with us, okay? I'm in this, I'm processing this, I'm coming out of confusion and into clarity and, um, and I'm still working it out. So this is helping me as well as, as us tonight, okay? But as, I, as I'm sharing, I, I feel like God's given me a really clear word called the life quotient. Okay, and 
personally, God speaks to me in acronyms. And on a Wednesday night with about 20 minutes to share, we're gonna go after quotient. Just kidding, just kidding. That's a little much. Um, We're gonna go after life. And what I believe is that when Jesus came, okay, to give us life, he paid an extraordinary price for you and me. See, you weren't purchased on discount. He paid full price for you because there was an extraordinary destiny and a plan that he had, that God had for you, that it, it got twisted, it got confused, it got it got frustrated. We got off the rails, we got off track. Not not just in 2020, but really it went all the way back to the garden. Mankind got off track. So Jesus was the Lamb slain before the foundations of the world. So God had already made abundant provision to get our lives back on track. Really, what that means is no matter how off track, or how crazy, or how off things can get in your life or in America, God has the ability to straighten things out and bring us back to his original intent. So what I wanna talk through is is some of the, the, the things that allow our life to abound again, okay? And so why we call it the life quotient is a quotient is measurable. So you could be a, like a level one life, which means it's probably not going that well. Or you could be a level 10 life, That means you're accessing everything God wired and intended you to have and you've surrendered to it and you're experiencing his power, his wisdom, all the people he's intended, all the good relationships. Listen, God has intended good things for us and we can be somewhere in between. It's not just the highs and lows. Sometimes you're at a five and you're just mundane. And, you just, and God wants to take you up and begin to turn the quotient, turn the dial of your life up. God's intention is for you and I to abound, okay? So I feel like there's a few principles that are gonna help us abound tonight. We're gonna move quick through them, I believe. And, uh, and then we're gonna pray for people at the end who wanna see one of these four factors turned on or turned up. Sometimes it's just dark and it, the lights need to come on. Sometimes it's just dim and it needs to be turned up. Wherever we are, wherever we are, we believe God's gonna move tonight in our lives. And I'm believing too. I'm right here, believing for some more abundance. Is anybody with me? Okay, now just so you know, you have permission to engage. This is an engaging church. This isn't the church Rudy went to when he was an altar boy. Okay, we're not gonna shake you down, but we are gonna shake you up a little bit. We want you to engage. We want you to engage in the message a little bit. Is that all right? Let's start with the L in life. It's your lenses. If we are gonna experience abundant life, we need to see well. Sometimes it's not what you see, but it's your perception of what you see. So you can see God, but if you have a perception that he's not good, or you have a perception that he's angry or frustrated or never satisfied with you and you can't pedal hard enough, or that he, or he's satisfied when you're miserable, that somehow he's glorified by your misery. And the, the, the least or the less enjoyment you have, the more glory God gets. That's a bad lens. That's a bad, listen, I'm a father. I don't delight in my children's misery. I'm not sitting around thinking, wow, How can I get my children to experience more misery for somehow that'll keep them humble and I'll be glorified in that. 
and he's a perfect father, the father of lights, and he only ever looks at us through healthy, happy, he's in a good mood. So the first, le- the first L, if we're gonna have a, an abundant life, our quotient on abundant life gets turned on and turned up, we have to see God properly. We have to have a lens adjustments concerning that God is good and he's for you. And there's never a day in your life, even on your worst day, he's only ever for us. There's never ever a day where I turn on my kids, ever. Now there's some days where I've been tempted to. But even me in my imperfections have a very hard time turning and starting to want bad things for my children. God is perfect in his love for you even when we're dropping the ball, okay? So we have to have a lens adjustment concerning our father that he's good, that he's faithful, that he's powerful. If you think God is disconnected, listen, he holds the universe together. This, I don't know about you, but we are in perfect orbit right now, okay? We didn't fall out of orbit. And if God has the ability to hold the stars and the moon and the sun and the planets together, he does, he does have the ability to hold your and I life together, okay? We're not that hard for him. I know we make it hard for him sometimes, Rudy. Um, and I just can't shake the image of Rudy shaking down people. I'll never be able to shake that. But you see, God is not just good and for you and happy. He's powerful. He's potent. He's capable. We have to have a lens. But we don't just need to have a good lens towards who God is. We need to have a good lens towards who we are. I don't know about you, but most of the lower end life quotient has come from the way I see myself. When I have lenses that need approval, lenses that are fear or afraid to fail, Lenses that are controlled by unclean influences keeping me from seeing myself properly. God doesn't wanna just change our lenses towards how he sees us. He wants to change our lenses towards how we see us. And I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of seasons where I didn't see myself very good. And when I have an incorrect view of myself, it's impossible for me to abound because I become my own worst enemy. Anybody, have you ever gotten your own way? Have you ever like, everybody else loves you, God loves you, but somehow you're struggling with you. Anybody? So I have to come out of a wrong vision or lens of myself if I'm gonna allow God to enlarge or abound my life, good? So he can want it all day long, but if I can't get into agreement, I end up getting in the way. Don't get in the way of God's good plan for you. Don't get in the way of God's love for you. Yeah, you're not perfect yet. You you do. You honestly, you can nudge the person next to you out. Yeah, you do need some work, not gonna lie. But listen, God is a good father and has the ability to bless you while you're in progress. In fact, it's his blessing that will transform you. It's actually his kindness and his goodness that leads us towards positive change. Okay, it's not his shame or his condemnation or his scorn or his curse. The curse, the curse never changes people. It's the love of God towards you that transforms us. Okay, good. And we need a lens. The other thing we need a lens for is for for something that God wants to do that's maybe not functioning. I, I just turned 50. I know I look pretty young. It's this fresh little tracksuit we got here, the apprenticeship. Come on, man. 
little just for men. Hey, man, I got to work with it, you know, got to do, do what I got to do. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. My knees have been hurting. And I, don't, I like sports. I like playing soccer. There's not a sport I don't enjoy, but I've been struggling with my knees. And, and the problem was is I didn't have a good lens of God healing my knees. And so what happens when you don't see well, you start speaking out of the abundance of what you see. That's why it's so important that you see well, because otherwise your mouth will start spouting off. And I started saying things like, ah, man, my knees, I don't think they're ever going to get better. And I started to like honestly get into agreement with my body falling apart instead of getting into agreement with a God who actually has good intentions for my knees that aren't functioning. And I went to play pickleball the other night and I played with this guy who was like 74. And I was like playing the 50 card, like, and he's like, 50 card? And, and afterwards I asked him, I'm like, dude, what's up with your knees, man? They don't seem to be bugging you. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, you need the joint juice. I'm like, the joint juice? <laughs> I don't know, it's like some stuff you're supposed to drink. I, I'm like, listen, man, you, you show me that it's working, I'll drink whatever juice you got. He's like, yeah, but then he prayed for me. Yeah, he's like, you gotta watch your mouth, young man. And, and I wasn't dropping like F-bombs. He, I was dropping like, my knee doesn't work bombs. I was, see what I mean? As I was releasing from what I see an incorrect a vision of my future. And I was getting into agreement with the wrong things. And over a game of pickleball, this guy straightened me out. Listen, I want you to know something. My knees still have some pain in them, but they're on their way. See, what happened is I had an adjustment. I got around somebody who thought properly and corrected me. Are you correctable? Are you correctable? Are there conditions in your world right now that aren't perfect? Okay, it, now listen, listen. It's not that you just believe that stuff that's broken is all of a sudden fixed. That God is okay with you acknowledging that you know an area of your life needs some major help. It's not, it's not a lack of faith to say, I still need a move of God here. But what it is, is God is capable of me um, taking myself from where I am to where he's called me to go. Do you see what I mean? That's what a lens is. So you need a proper lens of God, a proper lens of yourself, and a proper lens towards your circumstance. That's faith. It's good. Let's get into the I. That's only the L. The I. If I'm going to have an abundant life, and I'm going to have my life quotient turned up or turned on, I need to have great lenses. But I also have to have great integrity. Integrity is defined by two things, faithfulness and capacity. A lot of talk about dating in here, I hear. Yeah, the youth are talking about dating tonight. I think I'm in the wrong room. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna put my love doctor hat on. I have, we have three boys. Our daughter is not allowed to date yet. She's only 11. She's got another decade. But our boys are all, you know, interested in the market. And this is what we've taught our boys. This is our definition of integrity. Leave every relationship better than you found it. Man, I'll tell you what, that translates. But you know, that's more than just um, Valentine's Day stuff. That'll translate to work. What if you're handed a position 
And when the person who gave it to you comes back and inspects it, he finds it better than he found it. That's the definition of faithful, is that you can be trusted with something because you make it better. Guess what happens? Guess what happens when you're a person who can be trusted with things and you make them better than, than you found it, you're trusted with more things. That's, that's the I in life. The I quotient is, can you turn your faithfulness up? Can you turn your faithfulness on? Faithfulness isn't a boring word. Faithfulness is an exciting word. It means I know how to steward things. It means I know how to take good care of what's in my hand, and I'm, I'm trusting that my next level is always tied to what I currently possess. And if I make what I currently have better, I'll be trusted with the thing I really want. But if I neglect what I currently have and I don't make it better, I probably won't even be trusted with what I really want to do. That's the definition of faithful. And if I want an abundant life, I need to have a level of integrity operating in me. The other part of integrity is capacity. Capacity is how much weight can you carry? Do you collapse like a deck chair when pressure is put on you? Well, that's fine if you do now, you just can't this time next year. We have to grow in our ability to handle more weight. Because I'm gonna tell you something, God doesn't have a small life for you. He's actually got a big life. Our definition of prosperity is more than enough for just moi. A selfish life that only lives to meet my own needs is not prosperity. Listen, prosperity is not me accumulating as much as I can and, and having all the stuff. It's me stepping into a big life that exists to benefit other people. But that means I need to have more capacity. I need my capacity quotient to be turned up and turned on so that I can be trusted with more stuff and be a bigger blessing. Does anybody need a little more capacity? I pray that God takes all of us to a place where in our own strength, we don't have the ability to get the job done. And we find ourselves at the altar asking for strength in our time of need because we see that God wants to do more with us and we need his help to get bigger. This is what church is. This is what the altars are for. It's not just a place for you to feel bad and have your confessional like Rudy went to as an altar boy. It's a place for you to come to get power and strength so you can have God's help to get the job done. Don't you want to be trusted to be able to get the job done? Okay, the F, the F is fuel. I had another kind of embarrassing moment this last season. It wasn't just my knees. It was, I looked on my uh, Amazon um, movies app. And I was just looking at my uh, 2020 binge watch list. <laughs> And I'll be honest, I was a little embarrassed with just how much I watched. I don't know if I just was in a season where I didn't know what was going on and it was easier to tune out than to engage. I don't know what it was, but I found myself, and listen, we don't have a problem watching you know, a good show here and there. The problem is, is those shows don't fuel me the way God wants to fuel me. And what I found is as I'm tapping into the abundant life and the life quotient, one of the most important things is that I'm fueled properly. And it's, listen, it's okay to watch a show, but I was like, I mean, I was watching more than one. It was like, and I, the way they set it up now, it's like, it's like this just long enough to watch another one. Any, anybody with me? It's just long enough to where we can just do one more and all of a sudden it's two in the morning. You're like, what happened? 
what I found is there's a few things that fuel us. And if we wanna have abundant life, we need to have abundant fuel. Not the cheap Arco fuel. I mean, jet fuel. There's fuel that only goes in jets. Jet fuel's not for jalopies. Jet fuel's not for junkers. Jet fuel's for lives that intend to fly. But there's some fuel that we need to start participating in. The first is the word of God. Now listen, I'm hungry for the word of God. The word of God is not like a preacher's, uh, what, what preachers use. What I love about this word is I'm really not a preacher. I'm, I'm a business guy and I'm a father and I just need my life to work and I need my life to abound. I got people, I got people like you do depending on me that my life works. My life, I need my life healthy. There are people close to me that are counting on me to not lose it today. To get out of the elevator. So please understand, this isn't just for preachers. This is for you. Abundance is, this is fuel. This is fuel. And I wanna just share like a little bit of what I'm, what I'm reading. I'm reading right now out of First uh, and Second Samuel. I like reading about the life of David. I don't know what it is. He just went through a lot of highs and lows. I can relate to him. He gets crazy some days. He wants to kill people. But, but he realized, I don't know, I can relate to him. Um, people wanna kill him, I can relate to that even more. Um, but I'm also reading in Psalms a day, okay? And I'll read Proverbs. Listen, a proverb a day will make your idiot decisions go away. <laughs> oh yeah, he'll straighten, just a proverb a day, he'll straighten us out. It's insanity, it's fuel. And then I'll, I'll read one of the gospels, I'll just circle through them. I like the words in red, I wanna know what Jesus said, I wanna get close to him. You know, he is the word made flesh. So he is the word of God who lived on earth. And I ever wanna know what the father looks like, I just gotta look at Jesus. He's the perfect embodiment of the father. And so I like to spend a little time in him. And then I'll read, like I'm reading in First Peter right now, which I like, and I'm reading in Revelation. Now listen about Revelation, I'm not like trepidating about the end times, waiting for the rapture. No, Revelation is the revealing of the Son of God. I mean, it's, it's the power, it's, it's Jesus, is, it's who he is and how amazing he is. And you know one of the things I've been finding in Revelation is the kingdom of God is for overcomers. That fuels me. But there's more that fuels me. Church fuels me. Men, I can tell that there's a lot of strength in the men in this room. I'm gonna tell you something, I can feel it. But you wanna get fuel as a man in this room? Get to men's prayer on Tuesday morning. I'm telling you, it's the culture of Awaken is the men are strong. The men are spiritual. The men are prophetic. The men are powerful. Oh, our women aren't weak either, but they don't have to carry all the load here. No, 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 man. We want to carry weight. Tuesday morning is where it happens. You'll get fuel for your week on Tuesday morning. But there's one other thing. I'm coming to a close here but we wanna get fuel in your life, okay? The, the other fuel is the will of God. Jesus said, Jesus said, my food, my fuel is to do the will of him who sent me. And I'll tell you something, God's got a plan for you. It's not just to bless you, it's to use you. He's got skills and abilities and passions. He's got gifts and talents that he wants to activate and turn on. He wants to drive you, he's engineered you to be extraordinary. And he, he's the engineer, he wants to use what he created. 
He's got plans. And I'll tell you something, when we start to tap in to the will of God, it fuels us. Let's get some good fuel. And then finally, the E. The E in life, in abundant life, is expectation. You know, it is by faith that we enter into the kingdom of God. It is by grace that we enter into the kingdom of God by faith. Faith is that expectation. In other words, you can get around here, it's great teaching, great coaching. Yes, God wants an abundant life, but I have to activate that life by faith. I have to get into agreement. I have to believe in my heart and then confess it with my mouth that God does wanna heal my knee. I gotta believe in my mouth, or I gotta believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that God does wanna bless my business, that God does wanna restore my relationships. Listen, my wife and I, we both came out of divorce. We know what it means. I remember being 30, living on my mom's couch on the other side of a divorce. I know what it means to be up against the wall. I know what it means for all of the outside circumstances to be completely contrary to a good God who loves me and who's for me, but I had to, first believe. I had to change my lenses. I had to change the way I saw him and change the way I saw myself. And then I had to start working on some integrity, some faithfulness issues. And then I started to get the right fuel in my life. It's not that I don't ever watch a show, but you know what? All those scriptures that I just shared, all those books I can read in the time of one episode. What if I just replaced one episode with the fuel of the word of God? But all of these things, all of these things, all of these things need to be married to, and that E is really the exclamation point with expectation. This is the year that God wants to move. Will you come with me into the abundant life? Will you join me? Listen, I'm not saying it's all working for me yet. I'm just saying like you, I'm on my way. Listen, I'm not going down, I'm going up. It's the upward call in Christ Jesus. And no matter where I am, I can still go up. I can still continue to ascend because of the God He's called me upward, amen? All right, we're gonna bring this thing home. Would you stand on your feet with me? Would you give God a quick praise for being a great God, a good God, a faithful God? Okay, a um, couple things. Um, we are gonna have the altar team praying for you, praying for the abundant life to get turned on for you. Um, and so that's, that's an opportunity here. I'm gonna take one minute and invite anybody here who doesn't know this extraordinary God to open up their hearts to him. And then we're gonna let those of us that have kids um, get out of here and grab our kiddos, okay? If that is you, um, in the next minute as we release you, um, you can get them, but we are gonna have the altars here, okay? Just so you know, just in case you need to come back in or you need to stay here and linger and get some prayer around one of these four areas. Get some prayer around your lenses. Get some prayer around your integrity, your faithfulness and your capacity. Get some prayer around your fuel um, or get some prayer around your, expect your expectancy. Because um, what happens at these altars is called transformation. Lives get forever altered and changed right here. So would you just close your eyes? If you're here in this room and you know you need a relationship with a good father who loves you, maybe you've had a bad picture of a good God and you haven't seen your heavenly father as someone who loves you and is for you. Maybe you've had religion, but you've never had an understanding that God is good and he loves you. He loves you so much that on your worst day, he sent his son to die for you. If you're here and for the first time your eyes are opening, 
Your eyes are opening for the first time that God is good and he loves you. If that's you, could you just put your hand up? I just wanna see who you are. Yeah, I can, I can see you, young lady. I can see you. Yeah, you can keep your hand up. Who else is here? Appreciate it. Yes, yes. Let's all pray together, just concerning that. You know what I've discovered? I can never pray this prayer enough. A prayer that my eyes are open to the goodness of God. So let's, as a family, all get a little closer, all get a little clearer, all have a little bit of a lens adjustment concerning how good God is and how much he loves us. Repeat after me, if you would. Father God, I thank you for how much you love us, for how much you love me. And I exchange my poor lenses, my poor view of you, my wrong view of you for a clear view of you, that you're good, that you love me, that you purchased me with your son's own blood so that I could have an abundant life. And I say yes to you, not just to your saving grace, but to your lordship. I want you to rule my life, to govern my life, to direct my steps. I say yes to you. Come into my heart. Come into my mind. Come into my lenses and allow me to live and see the life you created me for. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.